1: All right, mate. How's your
0: hangover? It's, uh, just getting better. It's weird, isn't it? It's like the worst thing in the world. And then a couple of hours later, you're like, mm, I, feel right
1: now. I had a hangover for a very long time.
0: Yeah, it was, it was uh, yeah, ill advised. But... What, what,
1: what indie club were you at? <laughs> it's not
0: an indie club. I was, in, was in the city.
1: What, you, in, what in, in, the, in the financial district? In the financial
0: district. What are you doing there? Just having a drink. Who with? Can called Damien and my friend Alex? Oh, it's always Damien uh, and Alex, isn't always Damien Alex. I, uh, He got me some trousers. Right. So that <laughs> so was
1: cause for a celebration, was it? That was, was cause. <laughs> you turned up with none.
0: Wet in the trousers head. Um, oh, yeah. Let's get pissed. <laughs> I got some trousers finally. Yeah. Uh, Damien is a very tall man. Uh, he's quite big. And he's given me these trousers um, that he reckons I can get tailored. Which, you know on a similarly sized man I would have no issue with but I just think the knee's not going to be in the right place it's just not going to work but I'll have a go are they, have How a old go. are they though? They're, they're new they're, they're new trousers but he's put on a bit of timber so he can't I wear them They don't anymore.
1: have a knee do
0: they? What? They're trousers Yeah I know but like they. But I just think the cut will all be wrong and they'll have to really think about things They could probably just take a few inches off the bottom Yeah but then there'll be big guy trousers but like with my legs in them Why are you doing it then? Because he insisted and I just, I'm, I'm a people a pleaser. <laughs> he's a bigger boy. <laughs> so oh, next time you pleaser. see him,
1: you're going to get right in your head about whether you're wearing his trousers or not.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh dear. But it's just another bit of admin that I didn't need. You know what I mean? Like I've yeah. got, I've got, he's going to be asking, have you got them fixed yet? Yeah. Have you got them fixed yet? And I'm like, ah, oh, I'm not going to get just them fixed. Just
1: leave it. What next thing you want to do is say, I don't want them.
0: <laughs> no, say I, no, they're nice trousers.
1: I'm, I'm, you I'm, just I'm, said they're not going to fit you.
0: I just, I just, I just think the tailoring will be all wrong. But I'll have a go. I'll report back on the Luke and Pete show. This is the Luke and Pete show. Uh, I'm Pete Donaldson, and I have two pairs of new trousers. Luke,
1: oh, there's two of them now. Two
0: pairs so you know of what, new trousers. You know
1: what? I really, absolutely avoid like the plague, and I'm terrible at is the admin of sending back clothes that I've bought that don't fit me.
0: Yes, and that to the
1: point where my wife just does it.
0: I think, the sh- I think the share. Pr- I must have contributed to the increase in the share price of a few companies by not doing that. Like, yeah. I'd, like I'd miss the cut off, and it's like thirty. It's like thirty, day Is you it get 30 to days. You I think get... it's thirty days you get to send back. I think technically you can probably go further, but you probably have to argue the toss. Uh, there there's an enterprising Instagram company that I bought a couple of shirts off, um, completely the wrong size, um, and they do this thing where they don't give you a return form. They just sort of got email us and we'll send you a return form. They don't reply to that email. Yeah. So then they've they got they their, probably legally yeah. have to, don't they? They don't reply to that email. It's right. right. so always okay. dodgy, dropshippy Instagram Chinese places, I guess. Right. But okay. uh,
1: What is dropshipping?
0: Uh, buying uh, bulk items cheaply and then just not even, I think, taking receipt of the goods, just sending them straight to Amazon and Amazon just sending them out.
1: Well, how do you get money then? You sell them separately for profit?
0: Yeah, you just yeah you're just getting them cheap online and uh, and then and then basically sending the b- b- package to uh, to Amazon to send out to furnish and service the order. Sort well, of Amazon
1: don't have any kind of beef with that.
0: No, all money in it.
1: Yeah, all money, baby. All right. Well, recently on the Luke and Pete show, we spent um, a lot of chat about me being up in Newcastle. Mm. We then spent a bit of time talking about Ricky Lambert's conspiracy theories, mm. which I then followed up with quite a lot of my own conspiracy theories about. You know, kind of encounters with unexplained phenomena and stuff, yeah. which I think is um, is a little bit less sinister. <laughs> I mean, it's more a genuinely held interest in unknown things, yeah, rather than thinking that at some point, you know, everyone's going to come and take my kids away or whatever.
0: You're a fact explorer.
1: I am a fact explorer, actually. Yeah. Thank you very much, Peter. Yeah. Um, Grabbing uh, that fact just before the big ball rolls down the hill, crushes exactly, you exactly. And then um, we also discussed um, uh, the sphere, didn't we?
0: We did discuss the big sphere. You, you
1: kind of related it to Liam Neeson's film Taken. Yeah. Um, and then we talked about how a lot of sheep ate 100 kilos of cannabis. So
0: You know what? That sounds like a good show.
1: Solid. Well, I feel that's pretty solid stuff, actually. Solid stuff, yeah. Proper yeah. Luke and Pete Shaw
0: meat, so to yeah. speak.
1: And then, and then obviously, as you would have heard in the intro, Pete's got a bit of a hangover today because he's hanging out with the
0: cooler kids again. Yeah. Uh, what was your poison? What was your drink of choice, Peter? Just endless beers. Because someone has to drink them. Someone has to drink them. And it was me on this occasion.
1: My endless beard. <laughs> as, as the song goes.
0: Endless love, Peter. Endless love. You know it. I'm trying to find that Hulk Hogan clip of him uh, of doing an impression of a dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hulk Hogan's a regular um, contributor to this show. Not yeah. literally. Um, as in, we, we talk
1: about him a lot. And yeah. there was an amazing clip that Pete showed me earlier of him trying to do an impression of a dog.
0: Yeah, and, and, and being unable to do so, one yeah. would say.
1: And you'd that, that kind of thought process... Mm. would be automatic for most people.
0: Yes. It's one of the first
1: things you teach a, a baby. What noise does a dog, dog make? make yeah. Woof, woof. What noise does the Hulk Hogan think a dog makes?
0: If he wants to be the big dog,
1: barrrr! He... <laughs> Play it again.
0: be the big dog, He thinks a dog... <laughs> Sorry, says... is that Sammy? <laughs> Yeah, go Baru. Baru. Baru.
1: Baru. (laughs) It reminds me of um, when Donald Trump, I think it was when he was running to be president (laughs) or when he was president, I can't remember. He went off on about, he he was talking about how a particular type of people were treated, probably his family or whatever, uh, because he's obviously grievance motivated, isn't he? And (sighs) he started saying, and they were treated worse than a dog and um, (laughs) talked about all these different things that had happened. To which point everyone just went, these days, like most people treat their dogs pretty well. Yeah, like, no one does. No, that to no, hell. no, no. What very are you? It. What are, are you doing, doing dogs? to dogs? Yeah, what are you Bec- doing to dogs? Because most dogs get looked after. Them. not all of them, and that's a tragedy. No. But most of them, most people love their dogs probably more than um, more than their uh, own family. I remember I was up at a um, a former Premier League footballer's house interviewing him once, and um, uh, when I got there, mm. he was like, oh, no, "I'm really sorry, but I um, just want to let you know, uh, earlier this week, our beloved dog passed away." And we've had him for like 14 years, really sad. So if you think, if everyone's been a bit kind of morose around here, he probably wouldn't have said the word morose. But you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, he said, that's why, I just want you to know. Mm. And I said, oh, you know, it's terrible when a pet dies, isn't it? You know, it's almost like losing a family member, isn't it? And he went,
0: oh, it's much worse than that. <laughs> I, <was> thinking- <laughs> I You know, I haven't had a lot of uh, uh, experience in this area, but you do sort of think that like, they had their own agency. You know what I mean? Humans have, to a lesser extent, to a lesser or greater extent, have that's their own agency. People, that's
1: why people are sympathetic, more sympathetic to a homeless dog than a homeless person because there's an right. implied understanding, wrongly, usually, that, that the human's got it's, itself in that position. Right. The dog hasn't had a choice in it.
0: But do you not think that, like, um, you don't really see homeless dogs anymore? You just don't see strays? No, no. but I mean a, a homeless person with a dog. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. why homeless people get the... I wouldn't call a stray dog a homeless, homeless
1: dog. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> with I mean, a little a knapsack. Person, a person with a dog.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, they, they they rent them out, don't they? They, they uh, pay a quid a day or something, because you just make more money.
1: Oh, is that true? Yeah, yeah. Well, the dog trains just sit there.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's the, the, the guy just had to call it. Goes and sorry, dogs. I'm that sounds like case.
1: a right wing conspiracy theory. It's, would, not, it's not a bad sound, one, though, is it? it sounds like that all it sound GB
0: them. News. <laughs> Speaking of that, have you seen what's happened with Lawrence Fox? Uh, did, was he was he live streaming him getting arrested? I seem to recall. Bit of that, yeah. Yeah, bit of that. Nice. It, nice.
1: it was an amazing insight. <laughs> Um Pete, just describe who Lawrence Fox is to our American listeners. Uh
0: right wing actor who has made a name for himself while destroying his own career uh, yeah. for, by being a a, a grifting um right wing maniac.
1: I would say imagine how hard one person can take a divorce. <laughs> it's always this it's a similar it's the double doon. They're all just double and doon. I actually met Lawrence Fox once, did I tell right. you that? Yeah So do you remember the pub opposite Capitol Road where everyone used to go? Yeah, the Garrick. Yes, the Garrick. We were in there once, mm. or we were walking across to go in there, and there's all these photographers outside just standing there. Mm. And um, oh, that's weird because he would have been Billy's. He was married to Billy Piper at the Billy time. Billy Piper. We went in there, and they were in the pub, right? And some people um, were talking with him. I guess because a lot of the on-air staff probably would have known him a bit or whatever, mm. or would have interviewed him at least, and they were chatting. And I was in a little. Well, not a little, actually quite a big circle of people that were just chatting mm. to. And, he, and at the time, I, I mean, it's, it's tempting to backfill a narrative, isn't it? Because you don't really know what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. But at the time, I don't remember thinking anything of it other than it was just vaguely interesting. It didn't seem mental or anything.
0: No. And, and you see with these sort of characters, and it's, it's, it's very funny when they get fired from their one job doing their one grift, um, that th- I do find their opposition to this stuff disingenuous. They don't care. Uh, you know, so it's, it's it, an element they're of doing, it doing it for money. It's a
1: performance in itself, right? yeah, because exactly. he's a professional actor, yeah. And, and I'm going to come on to the point I was actually going to say about Lawrence Fox, which I found fucking funny and obviously terribly tragic uh, because of the absolute state he is. But um, one thing that was actually quite almost, almost poignant was that, like, he took a he took a bit of time out on Twitter from all of his nonsense to put quite a heartfelt thing about Michael Gambon. Who died? Right. Like, he was obviously a great actor, passed away recently. And Lawrence Fox had worked with him, and and what he didn't realize he was doing, Fox, when he was writing this kind of quite heartfelt thing about how great it was to work with him and how amazing mm. it was. I was like, what you've done there is you've essentially opened up a portal in what your life could have been like if you weren't a complete fucking idiot. <laughs> because obviously not a bad actor. I mean, he got he got work. You know, yeah. he, he was working in big mainstream kind of dramas and, and stuff. And
0: now all he's got is that Hunter Biden DVD, straight to DVD monstrosity the Republicans put out.
1: And and just a. Endless array of grievances, but but what he actually did that made me think about him in the first place was just that he went on some fucking YouTube show saying, "Um, I um I I, I implore everyone to um speak to this person I know who's got loads of money who said they'll put the money behind the counter of any de- hardware store um to buy angle grinders to take down these ulex cameras, right? Right? And then he just doubled down on it and went and um and the clips out there online if you want to uh. you want to watch it um. He then said, "Oh yeah, and no, I'm I'm actually looking forward to doing it myself and getting arrested, so I can have my day in court and explain how much of a nonsense it is." And then just got arrested. <laughs> so, what, what do you expect? Don't film it, yeah. And then film a response going, "Oh, look! Can you imagine what the police are doing?" Well, yeah, I can actually because you just uh, and did. He, actually, what, so, did, he,
0: did he did he film himself cutting down a ULA's camera?
1: No, right. He he, he he essentially filmed himself. Fully um, intending,
0: yeah. to commit a crime. Crime, yeah. Come so, and come and get me.
1: Yeah. So the police, bro. so the police were like, okay, well, that's conspiracy to commit criminal damage. So <laughs> we're going to come see you. You're the most public man in the UK. So <laughs> that will be difficult to find you. It's not that you're fucking
0: anonymous or some kind of fucking IRA terrorist, to bat a Balaclava on. He's starting to look like uh, he looks like a little mouse anywhere, but he's starting to look a bit like Tommy Tippy. From hmm. the seventies, do you remember like that? Like, uh, like I do. A, a lot of people listening might remember that. Picture. No, but if you Google Tommy Tippy the seventies, uh, you don't see the, uh, the 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 logo all that much anymore. But I used to have a jumper with Tommy Tippy on the front, and he looks like him.
1: It's difficult to um, to search for that now because Tommy Tippy is now the leading me- um, baby yeah. brand, isn't it?
0: How did he take over? I don't, think it's, I don't think it's skeletons related. and Tommy Tippies? I don't think it's related.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, we use the Tommy Tippy Perfect Prep Machine at home with our baby.
0: A Tommy Tippy Perfect Prep Machine. Which,
1: if you are not a parent, you'll find very boring. But if you are a parent, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. If you're bottle feeding a baby... Right. Gotta is, be warm. No, that's the fucking Gotta Rolls be hot, Royce baby. Hot. <laughs> <You get laughs> hot milk. Perfect temperature. Perfect amount right. every time. Okay. Just press a button. It's like an espresso machine for babies. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing, mate. What, you put the milk in and it comes out in there like a... Put the bottle under... Yeah. Press the button, exactly the right amount of boiling water. Put your formula in, put it back under. Press the button again, exactly the right amount of cool water. Perfect temperature,
0: perfect amount. This this sounds like that could be done manually. But if it's in the middle of the night. If it's in the middle of the night. You've got to boil water. Scald scol- scol- right scol- an and. Yeah, good point. Wait good for point. the kettle to boil, et etc. et Baby screaming, ideas.
1: mate. It's a, it's a, a. perfect prep machine. I'd love to hear what you're going to do. <laughs> What's your solution? Are you're slagging off the Tommy Tippy perfect get, prep. him,
0: get them get on. Uh, chicken dippers as soon as possible. So you open the door, chuck a carcass in, <laughs> yeah. cut the door. <laughs> just let him go to town on that. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, what was I So Lawrence say? Fox. Lawrence Fox and uh, the uh, weird vicar. Uh, I'm very much enjoying the weird Calvin vicar. Calvin Robinson. Calvin Robinson. Getting, he's not actually a vicar, is he? I, I think they may have. I think he used to write for video game magazines. He did? I think he used to write a bit of video game stuff. Um, but he, uh, uh, hilariously, he's very d- d- down about losing his job um and usually at this point you sort of say you know it's never nice when people lose their jobs but in this case it is nice when they they lose their jobs um but he he's very upset because he he doesn't know how he's going to make rent uh because he's lost his job on GB news or whatever and it's like You you have to diversify your grift, sir. Like you cannot just be lazy and just do a just do one shot one job effectively. Because knowing what your kind of like what your kind of like right wing kind of like nonsense is like, you're gonna overstep the mark at some point, and it's gonna become too spicy for the spiciest uh, uh, demographic and the spiciest. uh, uh, Well, the
1: money uh, men, basically. Yeah,
0: and and and. Who's to say you're not going to get uh, you, the the advertisers are going to pull and 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 your 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 particular brand of this weird stuff you're going to be left on left on your um oh, career yeah. unfortunately so you cannot just have one job totally so Calvin
1: Robertson is a colleague Calvin. of Lawrence Fox at GB News or erstwhile colleague um and he wanted to become a church of England vicar yes but was re- rejected right. because of his madness yes and because of the fact that he you know was very very um you know what it, what you, I don't know what you'd call it really, but they he 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 basically submitted like a freedom of information request about why he didn't get in, and they, they they released a lot of information, and there was a lot of concerns about the kind of nature of his politics, which weren't aligning with yeah what what the church wants to preach and, and
0: that's but, exactly like
1: fine yeah dandy. Of so he he then became a member of the free church, which was like a different thing, right um and so he wears the dog collar and stuff, but I don't know how serious he's taken because it's not really my area of expertise at mm. all, um but he's the Bishop of London basically blocked his ordination, yeah, I think anyway. You're right. What these kind of idiots don't understand is that the money men who are putting the money up to make this happen, to i.e. pay them to do this stuff so they can make a profit off it, they only want you to go so far. Yes. The quiet bits can't be said out loud. (laughs) As soon as you say the quiet bits out loud, you're gone. You're gone. So if Lawrence Fox wants to, you know, make some kind of dog whistle point about women those awful people who are funding it aren't going to say anything. Mm. If you go on live TV and say the stuff he said, they're mm. going to go, we obviously can't we be can't alarmed with that. that yeah. Get a brain in your head. Mm. Understand what we're all doing here. Yeah. <laughs> say traditional people next time, which is what they always say, and it'll be fine. And then Calvin Robinson came out, because he's so used to being able to say whatever he wants. Mm. He came out and supported Lawrence Fox. Well, you're gone as well.
0: Bob. Yeah. See you later. There's
1: always another fucking idiot to come along. Don't <laughs> worry about that. We'll be fine. Thanks. The
0: grift will be fine.
1: Exactly. So I think I'm not sure if we're going to be long for this world. But I actually think, without getting too he- high-minded about it, I think that all this stuff is a very convincing symptom of like, late-stage capitalism. Kind of <laughs> you like, said
0: this quite a lot, and I agree. The, it's
1: the collapse of Western liberal, <laughs> the Western liberal order. I think the whole thing <laughs> just seems like we're living through some kind of history here. Yeah, and I think that it's going to be horrific to see how it pans out i hope not for the sake of our children and our
0: our children's children and our children's children whether they uh, have access to a tommy tippy perfect prep machine or not um on much
1: more familiar ground peter would you Mm. prefer to talk about um the fact that a a motorist has been fined after a (laughs) this is this is over in um australia after um a i guess it was a speed camera right um photographed a car going too fast look at the
0: photo (laughs) Would you, oh, my God. It's a dog, a dog driving. A dog is it's driving. It's a dog driving the car. That's not even a self-driving car, is it? It was in Slovakia, apparently, not
1: Australia. Nice. Uh, it's not a self-driving car. Police in Slovakia will find a man whose dog was seen <laughs> sitting behind the wheel of the car. A moving car. Presumably, he's... Sort Got it on his lap, on maybe? On yeah. 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 Um, it was absolutely... But it looks entirely like... A big brown dog is driving a car too fast. (laughs) He's off to to work. Um, He said that the dog jumped on his lap, but he wasn't sure he could do it. But the dog looks very comfortable there.
0: Yeah, he looks very relaxed. He's he's sitting there. He's going, aru. Uh, (laughs) He's he's going, (laughs) Baru. Has has
1: Hulk Hogan only (laughs) ever seen cartoon dogs?
0: Yeah, it's hard to see where Hulk Hogan takes any of his inspiration. He invented dogs. He's read, it, invented him. dogs. He constantly lies. Uh, we wrestling, it just makes me laugh that he, he's only ever interviewed uh, by people who have no idea about wrestling. So when he says that, yeah, Buck said, yeah, I pulled under the giant's head off and then put it back on his shoulders. Like, they sort of go, oh, okay. Yeah, amazing, yeah. Yeah. Nobody challenges him. he going, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. You weren't at SummerSlam 93. <laughs> I'd love Mark and you to interview him. Baru. Would you do it? if you got the opportunity? Baru. Um, he's very not good it'd be great content though. it would be great content but he is he well, did say the, the n-word stuff, yeah, yeah. he did say the n-word so you don't want to endorse makes that, it. makes it difficult course. no yeah it's true uh, you and, a, dr- and also what you're getting out of him he just lies all the time for wrestling that's ideal <laughs> the I'd love lies I'd love
1: Mark Haynes to take on the role of like a <laughs> like a um, a barrister
0: yes yeah 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 no he didn't none of that happened didn't happen. Yeah. the uh, I would
1: say that... And then and then Hulk Hogan do a big uh, leg drop on him.
0: <laughs> well, uh, Disco Inferno, uh, a wrestler you will not remember from the 90s uh, or the 90s. There was a wrestler called Disco Inferno. Disco Inferno, Inferno. yeah. Uh, and it won't, it won't uh, surprise you to learn that uh, he, it was a, a Saturday Night Fever gimmick. And uh, he, he mentioned uh, Wrestle Me. Uh, and he was agreeing with us, actually. It was quite nice. Disco on Inferno. A Disco Inferno. Real Is name Glenn. <laughs> Glenn. Good stuff. You can still, you can still, he still pods. He still pods here and there. Does he? great yeah, to he see he agreed with one of our points
1: uh, is, and does it give you a, a, a real um, buzz to hear that
0: yes it does actually Yeah, um, Especially can, just I, go Inferno.
1: can I just take you back to the Garrick pub um, yes did you frequent
0: I did yeah uh, a, a little too early really what do you mean like we'd finish the show at 11 and go straight there so we'd wait for it to open this. so you'd, be done, Not by by good, you'd I'll be, be done by
1: the time I got there
0: very, uh, well <laughs> the rest of the team would go straight to the pub I would go for a sleep and then shot of turn up about four, five in the afternoon. That's so unlike I got you. Up- <laughs> what do
1: that's you mean? I might you to do something different.
0: Yeah, to be a yeah, bit different. I but I used to get sleepy. Um, so I was ready for the night out. <laughs> by by the time I arrived at like four, five in the afternoon, everyone was absolutely Johnny hammered.
1: And what time was the call time for your breakfast show the next day?
0: Uh, well, it was only that's a Friday. That's a Friday thing. Oh, so Saturday exactly yeah. be fine. Call time call times are like you know five. And <laughs>
1: no. uh, and who's the <laughs> who's the most tragically famous person that you had drinks with in the gallery? Uh, I've already put Lawrence Fox and Billy Piper out there.
0: Yeah, no, I don't think I ever drank with anybody um, well known in the Garrick. Don't say
1: Don't say Alex.
0: <laughs> it's, Alex <laughs> it's Alex. Hey, the uh, really, really good um, recent Clash of the Titles episode. Uh, one of our um, fil- our filmer podcast with Alex uh, and Vicky and uh, Chris. Uh, they were doing um, uh, Eddie Murphy films. They were doing um, yeah Forty Eight Hours with Nick Nolte, and they were doing uh, Beverly Hills Cop One. Right, obviously, just called Beverly Hills Cop. (laughs) Well, you need to know which one. There was three of them on there: Uh, Beverly Hills Cop, and uh, they they made the point that Chris Chris reckons that uh, Axel Foley might be a gay character. Yeah, I can see that because he has no love interest. He has uh, some friends that are women, and they. The, and he's very homophobic <laughs> in it, right? Because Eddie Murphy, that was his shtick at the at the time. Yeah. Very homophobic stuff. Um, so and, you reckon they
1: wrote it as a? I haven't heard that one. The last one I've heard was the Charles play and Megan one,
0: right? nice. Uh, um
1: But the so they uh, are they arguing that he they wrote the character like that without Eddie Murphy realizing. I
0: I think, uh, but I I think someone could make art and it be interpreted in in, in 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 a different way. I suppose, but yeah, um, they sort of. I think. It's all tied in with the racist uh, idea that um, uh, audiences would not go along with a, a black man uh, um, having a relationship with a, with a white woman at that time on in film. Even okay. you think that the yeah, eighties is being progressive. It, I mean, it wasn't it, uh, yeah. across vast swathes of America. Um, so it would it would. Hurt their chances at the box office, and it you know later on went on to be the, the biggest film, bigger than Ghostbusters 2 or Ghostbusters, whatever. Um, but yeah, it went on to be a, a huge, huge hit. Um, but they're saying because of these choices being made, they reckon that there was possibly something there for this kind of homophobic, self hating gay character, right. in, in the shape of Axel Foley. I do want to go back and watch 48 Hours, though. I don't a, a think darker. I've ever seen
1: 48 Hours. Have
0: you seen, I've seen another 48 Hours?
1: What did you think the chance like, watching the first <laughs> one? Uh,
0: you didn't know you watched the first one, or watched the second one. I didn't think I've Apparently the other 48 hours was uh, a rip-roaring failure because they edited half an hour of the f- of the film off a week before it got released or a couple weeks before it got released.
1: I think that kind of stuff happens that's more amazing. often. Than you think though, doesn't
0: it? But like, that that's very close to, to, to broadcast, isn't it? That's very close that, to...
1: That Panorama, was it Panorama? Dispatches, sorry, about Russell Brand. Yeah. Told you that was being edited right up on the day.
0: Oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As they get there. So I guess with with junctions um, in the line with the movies, I suppose they got to
1: print it and they've got to send it. Mm. But then they would have done it anyway, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. On yeah, yeah. film, so I guess it's probably a little bit more, a little, little bit rarer. Um, I'm faster uh, Yeah, I mean, it, I haven't seen four hours. I don't even know what it's about.
0: It's 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 just a buddy cop, uh, you know, uh, white old cop, young black guy, uh, policeman. Do people still call them buddy cops? Yeah, I think so, buddy cop. Uh, it's yeah, one of the okay. first ones yeah, so it's yeah. A buddy cop action comedy film but I cannot recommend uh, I can't believe really I've seen it it's right up my this street this week it's really really good well, it wasn't this week it was a few weeks ago but is it is pro-
1: is it problematic though now is it like is it-
0: everything's problematic now though, isn't it I suppose I watch The Office every night don't open oh, that's that <laughs> everything's problematic now <laughs> <laughs> oh dear alright
1: let's have a break right. when we come back we'll do some batteries because it's good ones this week uh, so stick around for that
0: it's that time of the year Hello, it's Luke Luca Pete Shaw. I'm Pete Donaldson. How are you doing? <laughs> Whatcha? What L- Luke, would it Before we get to batteries, uh, would you be pleased to learn that I managed to successfully reschedule a visit from Essex Waterboard today? Why are they visiting? They're looking at my pipes, because uh, they're, they're, um, I think they're ripping out uh, lead pipes for free, so I thought I'll have a bit of that.
1: Um, you read Rags to a Bull stuff, aren't you? Talking to me about water
0: companies. I know, right? I just thought I'd thought to pick your interest.
1: I saw, I saw a little update about that. Have you seen that the um, the, the water companies now are saying that um, they want to replace all the stuff and do the sort of sewage stuff out, um, but you need to pay more. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah, someone yeah. went on and, and said, and I thought fairly pointed out you've had more money for 34 years (laughs) and you've paid out over a billion pounds um, last year to your dividends. Why why aren't they paying for it? Yeah. And it's
0: it's just, I I do find uh, it hilarious that uh, people at the top of the tree, like it's, it's the last thing to get reduced, isn't it? It's the last thing to get like, if you are running a business that you can't afford, you know, you can't afford to do the thing that people are literally paying you for. The last thing that goes, the... I know it's quite obvious and stuff. It's an obvious point to make, but that's not running a company. That's stealing, in my yeah, opinion. It is. No, it is. It is. And, and it's almost like,
1: as, as someone else pointed out, right, we don't choose whether we need water or not. No. So, yeah. so you've already got a customer base. But it's, not as though, it's not as though you're ever going to run out of customers for water. The problem is, Peter, I think you know, people always say straight away, I'll renationalise it. Have you seen that absolute shower, pun intended, that are supposed to be in charge of doing the government stuff? Is it going to get any better? The the geezer who runs the government at the moment just announced after however many years and however much land bought up and however much buildings destroyed, they're no longer doing HS2 Mm. to Manchester, in Manchester. They announced it in Manchester Manchester without telling anyone. And, and and what we're basically saying now is Britain can't even build a train line. That's the one thing we were good at. <laughs> like back in the Victorian times, Britain has got a pretty checkered record to say the least about the stuff it got up to. Fair enough. The one thing we were pretty good at was building, building fucking trains. trains. <laughs> like, and then we can't even do that. Yeah. So it's it's just. Have you seen? I know it's probably an unhelpful comparison, but just for you know illustrative purposes, have you seen how quickly like, China builds train lines? Yeah, I know there's a lot of employment law issues,
0: I, and also I think that there's there's quality concerns about a lot of Chinese infrastructure. I would say, but you're right; it can be done. Japan's a very good example. Yeah, Japan's extension of the Shinkansen line uh, took took no time at all, under budget, on time, all that stuff.
1: It's laughable if you take into account how big, how small the UK is.
0: Yeah, but like yeah. how far not- <laughs> is how far is like London <laughs> to Birmingham, <and laughs> Birmingham to Manchester? Yeah, so if you speak to an American about that. That's not even a journey. And I find uh, people who are obsessed with trains so charming. And I just want them to be happy. Nice types. Because nice types. I deserve more. They deserve more. They deserve more than the bloody train museum in York. They deserve more. All they want is some tones. (laughs) Rr, rr. Toot, toot. <laughs> you know, that's
1: a Hulk Hogan by you. Baroo.
0: <laughs> train sounds like that. Yeah. Uh, do the batteries, Pete. All right, then. Uh, Ray Grant. Hi, good gents. Most importantly, love the show and great that we this now get ridiculous. the visuals to go with the audio. This is my third and hopefully lucky uh, entry uh, into the wonderful world of batteries. May I present to you, rather, uh, Just High. <laughs> <laughs> just High, man. Uh, a battery brand called Just High. High. Just high, yeah, and a big um, shouting about how many milliamp hours you get out of it. Eight hundred, apparently. I think that seems that seems high, um, but uh, yeah, good stuff. Uh, just high is this? Is this, I presume it's a new player because it sounds bloody mad. Of course, it's a new player. Of course, it's a new player. I
1: cannot believe there's a battery out there. Called just high. It looks like mm. a battery from the seventies as well.
0: Yeah, and and it's still in pretty good shape. And also, I don't know whether it's on like a a seat, a, a van, or on a train. Uh, it looks like it might be a, a seat on a train uh, in 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 presumably Wollongong, Australia, just south of Sydney. That's where Ray hails from. Uh, but good to uh, see the see the train that's, seat as well. That's my favorite
1: battery for ages. Yeah, it's just good to high. Yeah.
0: Absolutely classic design as well. Stick that on the Instagram, somebody. It doesn't make um, any sense
1: to call a battery that just high.
0: Yeah. Mm. Agreed, uh, Andy. You know the drill. Baby son, endless new toys, endless battery opportunities. Please let there be a Lord above who grants me a new player. Three circles, and it's like a, it's like a fucked up Olympic uh, logo. <laughs> kind of a yeah, link. It's like a chain. Very three links to in a chain.
1: Sadly, though, uh, for you, Andy, you are the fourth person uh, to send in three circles, and you're only the second, Andy. Actually, what a shame. Um, Andy McLaughlin, our friend Andy McLaughlin, sent these in on January. Patrick Sketch did. Pleasingly named Patrick Sketch sent them in uh, in September. And uh, Chris Arch was the first one to send them in back in 2021. So you're not a new player on there, I'm afraid. But nice effort nonetheless.
0: Indeed. Uh, And finally for now, Jim. Uh, G'day, gents. Love the show. Appreciate the nonsense. Uh, In May, I sent in some uh, unbranded batteries. Well, I've only just gone and found a second unbranded batch. (laughs) Weird. (laughs) It is weird. I mean... They they're green, they're brandless, and they're buggers, according to Jim in Melbourne. Um, these were found in a set of solar fairy lights that had recently died. Uh, it's technically rechargeable, but under your recent edict, one shot rechargeables do qualify. Uh, dare I dream of a second new entry? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: I I think what well, Jim previously sent in some white brandless batteries, right? Which
0: we did um, allow in. Allow in. So. Um, could we could we get some confirmation whether uh, Jim in Melbourne painted them green, Well or really lime green? the plot does thicken though. Right.
1: Because amazingly, these green brandless ones mm. have been submitted before by Sam ah. on May the 6th. So they are technically allowed, Jim in Melbourne, mm. but you've been beaten to the punch. So you're going to have to be content with the fact that you've sent some white brandless ones in. Yeah. The green brandless ones... I've already been sent in by Sam
0: I'll tell you what it's a good for any um, battery uh, photographer out there um, Jim's done a lovely job of putting a mirror behind uh, the uh, green brandless battery uh, in, in this shot uh, so you get to see the back and the front as well it's a lovely tip from a, a seasoned battery hunter I'd love to see that um, that, that tactic employed more often exactly true very pleasing. Uh, I also found a tree of warriors in a cheap torch they're lead based and have a Chinese URL on them which my antivirus software has flagged as a fishing page <laughs> <laughs> great work. Work. Great work. Um, I great cannot email. tell
1: you how many people have sent in Warriors. Warriors. Um, yeah, come out to play. It's about fucking 500, so right, you're not, okay. you're, no chance on that as well. But, Jim, thanks for your passion for the art yeah. and the craft.
0: Love it, and great photography. Uh, if you've found a battery brand in your bits and bobs, uh, trinkets and toys, uh, just give us an email, hello at Luke and uh, You can also get in touch on, we're on Twitter, we're on TikTok, we're on bloody YouTube, we're on everything these days. Just have a search for the Luke Pete Show, not yeah. the one with the other who do it Called the Luke and Pete.
1: I take pictures of Pete surreptitiously and put them on the Instagram
0: yeah it's very upsetting for a man of advancing years
1: you're used to it though now yeah I'm used to it I probably won't do one today because you've got a hangover be <laughs> okay. it's like, kicking, the,
0: we'll like kicking a, a kick puppy a, isn't it kicking a, a no a <laughs> uh, right we'll be back on uh, Monday have a cracking weekend whatever you choose to do with it and stay in school and or college or further education don't do drugs don't do drugs The Luke and Pete Show is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.